<laughs> so years ago, we went out to uh, a restaurant on Father's Day, and the place was packed. This was before COVID. And we were all there, and the kids were all at a different table. And so the food came. It was time to pray. And my father said, all right, get quiet. We're going to pray. And when he did, the entire restaurant <laughs> got very still. And I'm sitting there, and I'm laughing, you know. And Daddy prayed over the meal. And it was just, you know, oh, Lord bless this food, whatever, a little prayer. And all of a sudden, by the time of the end of his prayer, the atmosphere in that whole restaurant was changed. And after he finished, you know, there, were, there was no sound for a few seconds. And then all the normal restaurant sound came back. And I was just sitting there, and I thought, Lord... This is when I first started thinking about the sound of glory. And I thought, Lord, I want to have that sound of glory in my mouth. I want to be able to change an atmosphere just by praying over the lunch. My dad was an intercessor. He prayed for hours and hours and hours. And he saw mighty healings in Japan and in Cuba and in Costa Rica and in Nicaragua. And I, I learned listening to him pray how to pray. So Pastor Dan has different titles he likes to call me. But honestly, I feel like my primary calling is that of an intercessor, that of a prayer. And those of you know that I used to do a 9 o'clock prayer meeting. And so now I'm, uh, now I'm doing uh, 5 to 6 on Saturday night before the Saturday night service. And I go to about five different prayer meetings different during the week because that's what I like to do. And so this is the first time that I ever started trying to pray about what was going on in the world. I've always just gone and just prayed and come into God's presence. But I began to pray about what was happening in our country. And I believe that it, I was supposed to. It's been an assignment for me. But the problem was that as I began to pray, and I was listening to good people, not, not bad things, but even so, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, 10, that there are a lot of voices or many kind of voices in the world and none of them without significance. But the problem was I was listening to these voices instead of listening to what the Lord was trying to say to me. And I got bogged down because I began to hear the sound of hate and of fear and of anger and of destruction. And it, it got on me because what happens a lot of times with intercessors is that we think we have to carry the burden but we don't. God gives us the burden to pray, and we pray, but we still have to give the burden back to him. Anyway, so I've been listening to the sound of prayer and praise and worship my whole life. You know, I grew up Pentecostal, little Pentecostal church, and in the night around the altar, we would always have prayer. And then in Costa Rica, our church was a praying church, 
And so we had prayer Tuesday night, Friday night, an hour before Sunday morning, an hour before Sunday night, and I prayed with friends different times. So there was a sound of prayer that came out of our church. And then in Nicaragua, you know, they, they can give a roar. They can give a real roar. And I looked and looked, but I couldn't find any of my videos. So I copied a little clip. David, do you have that clip of Nigeria? And uh, last night we heard the sound of new whistles. I love it. It makes me cry. They go on for an hour. It's a sound. It's a sound that's going out from Nigeria. Last night we had a prayer meeting and there was a sound that went out. And so before I begin the, you know, this is just the introduction. Before I begin the message, I want to read a prophetic word that came to me the morning after I had been up from one until five praying about this message. And I was wanting to talk about sound. And I got this word from Victoria. It's from Deneen Botler. She's a senior associate leader at Father's House City Ministries in Portland, Oregon. And the pastors know her, which I thought was kind of cool. The name of this prophetic word is the roar of the nations is being loosed. Gotta stay in my little box up here. The roar of the nations is being loosed. So this is her testimony. I had a dream last night where Kim Clement, who's a prophet, came into my house and began to teach me about the sounds of the nations of the world. I remember specifically him saying that each nation had its own unique sound that God created with them with, and it was important to learn how to hear it. Kim then proceeded to teach me all night long on not only how to hear the sound of individual nations, but how to hear the sound of the nations together as a whole. God is about to do something huge on the world stage. The Holy Spirit instructed me that today is the day to prophesy. So here is what she prophesied. I prophesy in Jesus' name that there is a new sound that is beginning to come out of the nations whose God is the Lord. This sound is a unified sound that will grow louder and louder until it becomes a continuous roar in the months and years to come. This roar will be as a trumpet and herald the reign of Christ in the nations. It will shatter witchcraft, demonic agendas, and overthrow oppressive leaders, and it will break the counterfeit roar of the enemy. It will be the sound of revival in the earth, the sound of heaven and the earth and earth intertwining. Out of this sound, this roar will come a type of accord between these sheep nations that have never been seen before, this is of the Lord. A turning has started. Watch and pray. 
The Lion of Judah has his eye on the nations, and we are on the precipice of a demonstration of the power that God of God that no eye has seen or no ear has heard before. Let the sound be loosed in Jesus' name. Let the roar of the nations arise. Let the roar of the nations arise. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God has always liked sound. He spoke the world into existence through his voice. And in Acts chapter 2, 1 through 6, it says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were speaking, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it set upon them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And then it says, this was noised abroad. This was noised abroad. God sent his sound, and then man had their sound. You see, God sends his sound, and then we have to reciprocate with our sound back to him. And it becomes intertwined, and it becomes, this was a sound of unity. This was a sound of change. This was a sound of drunkenness in the spirit that attracted people. This, this was a sound that God sent. That, create, that changed the church. It changed the church. It changed the church. And then there was a place in the Old Testament, Second Chronicles 5, 13 and 14. It says, It came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make a sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that then the house was filled with the cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to reason, to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Oh, yes, Lord. We want to have that kind of sound, that kind of sound of unity, one sound that is the church of God, that we're raising up our voice, we're beginning to call upon the name of the Lord. This sound can drown out the sound of, of rebellion and of hatred and, and of anger and of sickness and of fear. This sound can rise up and we can begin to pray and we can begin to sing and we can begin to shout and we can begin to worship and we can begin to call forth what God wants wants to do in the world. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that the Lord, he stopped me. He said, Marty, you're bogged down. You're listening to these other voices and you're not listening to my voice that is telling you that I have the victory. I am an overcomer. I have the victory. 
What is God's sound? God's sound comes, comes from heaven, and then his people get in to the same sound, the same vibration that he has. Hallelujah. God spoke to Jesus and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And some just thought it thundered because they couldn't hear God's voice. So they just heard a noise, still pretty powerful. But we don't want to have so many other things speaking to us that we can't hear what God is saying that we want to hear the sound of what God is saying. So if we go over to 1 Corinthians 14, I love this one. Uh, it was a sound of direction from God, a sound of direction. David had gone and inquired of the Lord. In other words, he prayed. The Philistines had already come once, and David had beat them back. And then they came again and they spread themselves abroad in the valley. That meant there were a whole bunch of them. You know, we look at things with natural eyes and we begin to go, oh, there's a whole bunch of them. You know, we look at things with natural eyes. And so David prayed and God said, don't go up after them. Turn away from them. Come over against the mulberry trees. If you went to Sunday school, you know this story. And it shall be that when you hear the sound of going and the tops of the mulberry trees. And I looked it up and it was a sound of marching. Said a sound of marching. So this was God's sound. This was God's sound to David. And he said, then you go out to battle because God has gone forth before you to smite the host of the Philistines. Hallelujah. So David did as God commanded, and they smote the host of the Philistines from Gibeon even to Gazar. And the fame of David went out into all the lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. He listened for God's instruction. How do I fight this battle? How do I come up against this group of people again? How do I do this? How do I do this? You know, I hate to say this. I don't want to get sidetracked. But there are so many, even Christians, that just go, roof, 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 and they, they reply in the same spirit that they're being spoken to. You know, and so all of us, I'm sure, that are on social media, there are times when we're just like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that Christian said that. And so they weren't, they're not listening to what God is telling them. They're not listening to the sound of God giving instruction about how to go in this situation. So we need to listen for what the Lord is saying to us. So let's go to Joshua right now. Joshua 5, 13 through 15. It came to pass that when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with a sword drawn in his hands. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, are you for us or are you for our adversaries? I've always loved this. And the man said, no, but as captain of the Lord, host of the Lord am I now come. 
he, he's like, no, I'm not for you or for your adversaries. I'm the captain of the Lord of hosts. I think you better get on my side. You know, sometimes we want, we say God is on our side. No, we better get on God's side. What is God doing? What is God saying? I love this. Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship. <clears throat> you know, God is not worried. Do you ever think about that? God's not worried. We've got to stop worrying. We need to get on God's side. We need to begin to call upon the name of the Lord. We need to begin to believe that God has everything under control. Now, that doesn't mean we don't pray, because we do pray. We do pray, but God has everything under control. As captain of the Lord, of host of the Lord, am I now come? Joshua fell and began to worship. And he said, what do you say to your servant? Lord, what are you saying to me? Let me hear your voice, not the voices that are all out there. Let me hear your voice. And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, loose your shoe from off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. So Joshua did that. And then we know that the Lord gave him instructions about Jericho. Because in Joshua, the next chapter, 6, 1 through 5, Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel, because they were afraid of him. Nobody went out, nobody came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given unto your hand Jericho. So God told him, look, I've already given this to you and the king and the mighty men of valor. But there, here are the instructions that I'm giving you. I want you to come past the city, all you men of war, and go around the city once. You shall do this six days. And we all know they marched around and they blew the trumpets and then... And then they shouted with a great shout, and the wall will fall down. So that's what they did. And the last day, they marched around seven times. So in Joshua 6.20, it says, When the people shouted, when the priests blew with the trumpet, so the people shouted, came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so the people went up into the city every man straight before him and they took the city and i thought this was so symbolic we've got walls that need to come down how many of us have people that we can't talk to because there's big walls We've got walls that need to come down. We've got walls that we can't get past. We can't get past in so many areas. And it seems like an impossible situation. But God had them, that had them make a sound with the sound of the trumpet. And that always speaks of the Lord. Every time you find places in the Bible, they're sounding the trumpet. And in Revelation, they're sounding the trumpet. So God's sound and man's sound together. When they began to make the sound that God told them to sound, then God put his voice 
in that sound. And he brought down Jericho. He brought down Jericho. We can make the sound. I've been asking the Lord, what is my sound? What am, what am I saying? What am I doing? What am I praying? What is my sound? Because if my sound is right, and then I join with one other person, and then there's two of us that can run a 1,000 and then run 10,000, because then we get stronger together with our voices of prayer, as we go to the Lord, we get unified, we get direction from God, we get the, the, what it is that he is wanting to do it and how he's wanting to do it. You know, I think Pastor Dan and Brenda have been listening to the Lord because they're one of the few pastors that have been inventive because you go and ask the Lord, well, how do we do this? How do we do this? Because we were open by Pentecost, and there were a lot of churches that weren't open. Because the Lord wants us to listen to what he is saying and then begin to do it. Okay, so I want us to turn. I have a lot of scriptures, but I was just trying. You know, when I read the Old Testament, it always encourages me. Because there were always huge groups of armies that came against God's people. Always. There were always huge armies. Is that right? Every time you turned around, there were big armies. And every time you turned around, God had a way to save them. Unless they sinned. And then they had to repent. So I want us to look at 1 Kings 18, 1 and 2. It came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show yourself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Ahab went to show himself, uh, Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. So this prophet had already been the one that called for the, the rain not to fall, for the drought. And so the Lord told him, he said, I'm going to send rain. And so Elijah in 1 Kings 18, 41 and 46, Elijah said unto Ahab, this was after the whole battle with all of the, with all the false prophets. He'd already done all of that, and I won't go into all that. One of my favorite portions of scripture. He said to the king, get you up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. There's the sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and he put his face between his knees. God had already shown him that it was going to rain, but he went and prayed anyway. Now, we know that we're on the winning side, but as intercessors and as prayers and as the people of God, we go pray what God has already told us and we bring it forth. We bring it forth. And he went and he bowed down and put his head down between his knees and he began to pray. And he told his servant, go look toward the sea. And the servant said, there's nothing there. And he said, go again seven times. And so he went. <clears throat> 
came to pass at the seventh time. He said, Behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. Pretty small little sign. And he said, Go up. Say unto Ahab, prepare your chariot and get you down that the rain stops you not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind. All of this came out of one little cloud the size of a man's hand. And a prophet that believed what the Lord was saying had said to him, I'm going to send rain. I'm going to send rain. So Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord came on Elijah. He girded up his loins, and he ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. This is the sound of the Lord's blessing to us today. The sound of God bringing abundance of rain. The sound of God blessing his people. And I just want to say today that I think it's time for me to you know, bring this thing to a close. But we need to begin to listen to God's sound and to begin to join our voices with what he is saying and to begin to proclaim and to begin to sing and to begin to pray and to begin to worship and believe that the sound of our voices is raising up here in America <clears throat> We want to have a sound of worship to God. We want our sound to be a sound of praise to God. We want our sound to be a sound of adoring Him. We want our sound to be a sound that is wonderful in the ears of God. And so we ask the Lord, well, God, we repent. Lord, I'm sorry for my grumbling. I'm sorry for the things that I've said or the, the discouragement or the fear that I've allowed. And Lord, I begin to call out to you with a sound of praise. Even as Paul and Silas were in jail and the Spirit of the Lord came and broke down those prison walls, Lord. We begin to praise the Lord. We begin to worship the Lord. We begin to call upon his name. And we we cause the sound that we're letting forth be the sound that God has called America, has called, has given the sound that he has given to us. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, we just say that we want our voices to be a roar unto you. Lord, that you hear us, that you hear our cry, not, not a cry of fear or of destitution, but a cry that we adore you and we love you and we worship you and we trust in you and we believe in you and we know that you are more than enough. And Lord, that we will call forth. We will shout. We will blow the trumpets. We will make a sound of victory here today. Let our voices rise up in a sound of victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you are mighty. You are good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So Pastor Dan has gone over into the other side to do the other service. So I'm just going to bless you all here this morning. Hallelujah, that we all have a sound together, that we're woven together in this church, and that we're going to be a sound for good, sound for healing, a sound for victory in this church. And we just call it forth in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's go forth and begin to sing and praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. <laughs> 